Hey guys, welcome back to another exciting episode. Today we are joined by Laura Levin, who is an actress, singer, writer, producer, and so much more. Let's jump into our conversation. Well, Laura, thank you so much for being on the Journey of Excellence podcast. Wow, thank you so much for having me. I feel honored to be here. Thank you. No, we're, we're honored to have you. So what I try to do with all my guests is I have a fun little icebreaker games. And um, are you ready to play some? Yeah, sure. Send them my way. All right. Okay. A song that you burst out and dance or sing along to and no one's around. Oh, my goodness. Um, Can't Stop Loving You by Phil Collins. Okay. Go cool. on. I like that. <laughs> Favorite childhood candy? Ooh. Um, Jolly Ranchers. Nice. Okay. Are you a morning or evening person? Ooh, I am a morning person now, but only because I train myself to be. Nice, nice. I'm trying to get more like a morning person like yourself. Yeah. Too, so. <laughs> uh, last book you read or are currently reading? Oh, um, To Hell with the Hustle by Jefferson Bethke. Nice. Okay. I've checked that out. Yeah, and the one. last one we have is a favorite meal of yours that you cannot go without a month eating. Oh, tabbouleh salad. It's kind of like a Greek salad with quinoa and deliciousness. I'm a bit obsessed. Nice, nice. Those are the questions. Our audience got to know you a little bit more, Laura. And um, now we could start into our um, conversation. So I have to say, you have a pretty, a wonderful, wonderful, great resume. And um, you've done a lot of things. But before we get into all the great things you've done, Laura, what I want to know is take me back to some of your early years of life. Let's say if I was a classmate of yours back in elementary, like what were your interests? Oh, good question. Um, yeah, I was I was homeschooled most of my life. Okay, nice. Um, I only went to school for the first semester of grade 11, and then I came back for the second semester of grade 12 because I was struggling with teaching myself high school math. Mm. Um, it was not working very well. So <laughs> I went to school for that. Um, but I was homeschooled when I was younger, so I had a lot of time to pursue my own interests. Um, my passion was horses, and I do remember – a very long time in my childhood, dreaming of the day I'd have a horse. Uh, it felt like it took forever, but eventually, on my seventh or eighth birthday, I think, I got a horse. And um, my parents didn't have a lot of money, but they they were um, they went out to my grandparents' place, and they lived in an, an acreage or sorry, a, a subdivision. So this probably wouldn't be legal now, but they had this big forest in their backyard, and so my mom and dad went out there and started clearing out the bush and some trees and they made a little paddock for my horse. Um, So we couldn't afford a saddle or bridle really for him. So I I lost control and fell off so many times, but that Uh was the start of that. Um, And we were able to move the horses a little closer to home. So it was like a two kilometer walk through the woods. And so I would pack up my lunch almost every day and I'd begin the walk over to to go and and ride the horses. My dream was to be uh, a show jumper and ride in the Olympics. So that was what what drove me at um, 12 years old. I I started a little business training and selling horses. And uh, that was that. Very ambitious. I can see where your drive comes from, right? So that's wonderful. What what was the name of the horse, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, My first horse was Riff Raff. Riff Raff. Okay. Yeah. Like the rapper? Wow, this is way before the rapper came up with Riff Raff. Yeah, I I don't know. (laughs) All right. So how do you break into the acting scene? Um, yeah, I, uh, a book fell into my lap called mm. Act Now. And it was something like The Seven Steps to Become a Professional Working Actor. It's by Peter Jaswinski. I'm not sure if it's still on the market. But anyway, I saw it and I was just initially curious. I thought, 
no way. There's seven <laughs> steps to become a professional working actor. Like I, I thought you had to be born into Hollywood to do something like that. Yeah. And um, so I picked it up out of curiosity. And, and one of the steps was to Google acting workshops in your area. So I did that. And there happened to be an acting coach coming from Vancouver to my little place in Edmonton area, Alberta, Canada. Mm-hmm. And um, so I signed up for his workshop and went that weekend. And that sort of started the journey. Wonderful. You never look back. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. So I, I know from a previous conversation, your faith is very important to you, like myself. How has your faith shaped your career thus far? Oh, my faith has, has made my career in many ways. Um, just starting the acting journey was, was a leap of faith. I, <sighs> I, um, like I said, I was passionate about horses. My dream was to ride in the Olympics and to be a show jumper. Um, I was very, very shy and insecure as a kid. I didn't really have many friends. I had one best friend. We were very close, but um, I really was more comfortable around horses than people. And that's where I spent all my time. So if you had told me then that I would be an actor, I would have said, absolutely not. (laughs) I I don't know what obsessed, uh, what, um, you know, what I was obsessed about with the idea of being in front of a camera. But, Mm -hmm. um, but when I was 16, I, um, I went on a, a mission trip to Costa Rica. And it was really the beginning of, of my faith. Um, I was, I was seeking God and, um, and when he showed up in my life, there were just one step after another, I felt like I should take this trip. And so on this trip, I really discovered um, my faith and I, Mm. I fell in love with Jesus Christ and I wanted to be a part of a bigger story. And I fell in love with people and their stories and, and just what God was doing around the world. And, and I guess that's what opened my mind to wanting to be a storyteller and to wanting to be an actor and to do something involving people more than horses. I think I I lost the, I lost the the drive a little bit for the horses. Um, But on that, on that mission trip, I really felt God speak into my spirit and say, would you give up your horses to join my story? And and I thought about it and I, I realized I couldn't be an Olympic show jumper and um, a successful actor all at once. Like it's, they're both two very expensive ventures. So to focus on two things at once that were that big, um, I had to choose one or the other. And so um, I, I said, yes, God, I, I want to, I want to do this, whatever this, this takes, I want to join you. And I would give up my horses to do this. And when I got home from that mission trip, um, my horse, Riff Raff, uh, had been struck by lightning that very oh, no. night. Sorry and to hear that. It was, it was brutal on my little girl heart. But, yeah. um, but at the same time, it was such confirmation that of all, the, of all the things that could have happened that very night that I gave God my horses and said, I want to be a part of something here, um, that he took him from me so that I had the time and space to, to focus on this new step. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I mean, so many different steps. There, there are many different things that have happened along the way where faith has really led me in a direction. Um, but another very significant moment was, well, I, I consider my career a ministry in many ways. I consider it a way Amen. to tell stories um, that can inspire and that can impact people and that can, um, you know, change the trajectory of their lives and, and get them inspired about something. You know, I've seen the power of story in so many ways and and the power that it has to shape a person for better or for worse, to shape our decisions, to t- shape our society. And so it's very important to me to be a part of, of things that stories that matter. 
No, I, I like what you said too earlier about the story kind of connection. With the, you know, Laura, I think we all have a story to tell, you know, mm-hmm. and um, one thing about this podcast is, you know, I wanted to bring on people that, you know, align with my face as well, have the story. And I think sometimes when, and the beautiful thing about being a Christian and, you know, having that relationship with him is sometimes you, we all go through different things in life, you know, mm-hmm. but I think he finds a way to be able to show you who he is in bigger pictures through little snippets throughout our lives on what we have. And as you said, you know, God whispered to you saying, you know, you, um, will you give up horses to pursue um, the acting? And um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the pastor, um, Bishop T.D. Jakes in the States. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I have yeah. heard some of his stuff. Okay, yeah. But he was saying, talking about stories like about yourself, he's saying, you know, if Jesus came back right now, he probably would be a film producer because, you know, it's all through the Bible. He would tell him parables, right? Oh, so I, love I loved that. how you said I've, that. I've told people that too. Maybe I got that from him without realizing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I love the fact that, you know, you are in a um, career that, yeah, you know, you, you touch people. You think of it, why did we go to movies? Because they, they move emotions. They, we, have, we, have, we connect to these different characters and things, right? So um, that oh, was, sure. I think, just a wonderful um, thing to share with our audience. Yeah, yeah. It's also very interesting that this time during the coronavirus pandemic, um, that one of the few industries that is thriving is the movie industry. Not necessarily making movies, but Mm -hmm. people are watching stories like crazy right now. (laughs) And we need that. We need that inspiration, that hope and that escape from our daily lives. It's true. It's true. And to piggyback off that um, last thing you just said, um, you know, since you're right, since, since we right now are in such a crazy time with the coronavirus, um, like yourself, I know you're in the entertainment industry. I want to know, mm-hmm. is there any advice that you can give to our listeners who might be actors like yourself, who how they can hone, sorry, hone their craft mm-hmm. during this time um, that we are forced to you know, work from home? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a very interesting time to be alive. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think our parents or grandparents have quite <laughs> gone through something quite like this. It Although is. my grandma tells me about the Great Depression quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, um, that was, that was We're going to start keeping all our little plastic spoons and everything. <laughs> um, yeah, today's a, it's, it's actually a really good opportunity to, um, to focus on, on voiceover. Um, that's something mm-hmm. that I've never really done before. I've always just done uh, live action films. Mm-hmm. But voiceover is, is big right now. Um, okay. I've also gotten some requests to record my voiceovers from home. So nice. I, I'm trying to find a way to set up, you know, a studio and get myself set up for that kind of a thing and record a voiceover demo and, um, and do some stuff to, to move my career that way, at least for now. Wonderful. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's a great thing to have anyway, even when things pick up again and we can actually be working on film sets to, yeah. to have voiceover experience and, it's yeah it's something we should all be learning so now is the time to to do that i agree another question i want to ask is let's say like yourself let's say you want to step into the um acting um you know acting field what okay what what tools could we be probably using right now if you don't have an agent or something you know what youtube different things but what what advice can you give to people who don't make you know who are trying to get in but could do something right now during the coronavirus 
Um, yeah, sure. Actually, that's a, that's a good point. Um, if you're just getting started, there's a lot you can do actually without an agent. One of the misconceptions is that you need an agent to get into the industry. And the problem with that also is that you need work to get an agent. Um, and to be honest, most of the work I've found has not been through my agent. So she can find me some of the bigger auditions, like some of the more mainstream film and television stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the independent stuff I've done is just... Um, through word of mouth and it's through social media. Um, so there's a lot of uh, groups that you can find um, on Facebook. If you Google um, like casting calls in your area or if you Google um, acting, film and television in your city, whatever your city is, just start looking for groups um, and pages on Facebook. There's actually quite a few where you can get started there. Mm-hmm. Um also, you can uh, build a website. Now, my very first website was very, very basic. It just had a few headshots. It had a tiny little bit about me. Um, and it ha- might have had like a clip of an audition that I probably filmed in my house. Like it okay. was so basic. <laughs> but I ended up actually booking a role from someone just by seeing my website, even without an audition. Um, wow. His, one of his lead actresses dropped out and they started filming in two days. And he noticed that I was also an actress in Alberta and um, he hired me just off my website. So wonderful. Um, so I think it's really important to have an online presence and yeah. so many actors don't, don't have that. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, this, this is just a couple things. I actually teach a course on how to get started as an actor in film and television. So if that's something you guys are interested in, um, you can you can find that on Skillshare, and I can give you a link for the show notes there. But um, you can go to lauralieben.com slash ready for action, and that's the number four, and you can get access there. I have a, a free guide. It's like 10 steps to start acting, and then if you're interested, you can also take the course there. So. Wonderful. And guys, listen to this right now. Please um, make sure you check out Laura because she has some great things, and she her resume, guys, is just amazing. So definitely make sure you check out that link <laughs> she has so said. <laughs> so. I know, and you know, I was very impressed to find out everything you've done, Laura, but I know one thing, um, and we previously talked about this project before, but I know one thing that was very um, stuck out to me was um, you produced, you wrote, and you starred in your own short film titled mm-hmm. Hard Strong. You know, tell us what was the motivation for this film, and I'm also interested in learning more about how, how do you juggle the multiple responsibilities involved bring, bringing the film from concept to completion? Yeah, um, Heart Song was a labor of love for sure. It was um, <clears throat> it was inspired by the time I spent with my grandma as her caregiver when she was mm. diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so I had actually just made the move to the big city of Toronto. I thought <laughs> I was going to take my acting career to the next level. And um, three months into the move, I was back in Alberta and my grandma's health had really gone downhill. Um, My grandpa was struggling with psychotic depression. So he was in and out of emergency 33 times that year. Um, And and it was just, it was a struggle on my family. And my Mm -hmm. grandma, of course, was losing her mind. She didn't know why she was alone or why her husband wasn't there or where everyone was. And she was confused and lost and afraid. And, um, I couldn't bring myself to to leave her. I felt like it was my place to stay there with her. And so I did that. And at the time, it really felt like I didn't know what God was doing in my life. You know, Mm -hmm. I I thought he called me to be an actor. I really felt like this was my purpose and my passion. And and people were telling me, these are the best years of your life. You can't waste these or you might never get this momentum again. Mm -hmm. But I just knew I had to be there with her. And um, and so I stayed and um, it was, I think, a couple years after that 
um, when she had been moved to a senior's home, she found a place where she could be with her husband, which was an absolute miracle. Um, and, and then I had this, this story to mm-hmm. tell. And, uh, and I went to a, a producer's event. It was like a one-day event about writing and producing. And I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. I've never really thought about that because I like the acting thing, but yeah. I was interested. So I went and one of the things they talked about were some different um, grants and different funding available to producers. And um, I had actually always just assumed that producers were wealthy people who just put money from their pocket into their movie. But actually, they, there's a lot of funding available for, for production. Mm. And so one of the grants stepped up and, and, and said that the kind of projects they were looking to fund were um, inspirational and like real true stories and things that would touch people's hearts. And, and I thought, like, that's so interesting. That's exactly what I want to do with my life. And uh, I had seen other friends go for this grant uh, many times and never seen any of them get funding. But when they came out and said, like, this is what we're looking for, um, it just made me realize, like, that's, that's what I have to offer. So yeah. um, I applied and I got the grant and I was able to begin shooting that summer. Wow. So, um, okay. so that, was the, that was the motivation, yeah. No, I mean, well, kudos to you for the fate, you know. Um, you know, just saying, you know what, I'm going to take a seat. I'm going to take a back seat right now in Toronto. I'm going to go back to our brother. I mean, I think I, I can't say anyone would do it, but, you know, sometimes when our loved ones are in crisis, you know, sometimes it's hard, but, you know, you, you took the leap of faith that you said, you went back home, you were, you know, you were your grandmother's caregiver. And out of that, as you said, of course, like we're all probably wondering in those dark times in our life, like, I know what, you know, what do you have from here? But out of that became a brilliant film and I could relate as well, because I, I, my grandma um, has Alzheimer's too. So I know yeah. it's a disease that unfortunately a lot of families have to deal with, right? So um, mm-hmm. yeah, just kudos to you again, Laura, for um, doing something and out of, out of serving the Lord and stepping on your faith, he allowed you to do, you know, um, this great film. Yeah. Yeah. It really was a blessing. It's, it's so rewarding to be able to use your struggle to bless others. It and I is. think very often we get caught up in thinking this life is all about us. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is all through school. It's all about what can I do to get the best grades and what can I do to make my career a success? And <laughs> then you get out into the real world and you really got to make that shift and yeah. say, what can I do to add value to others? And, um, and very, yeah, very often your story is not about you. It's about preparing you to be a blessing and to be an inspiration and to be light in someone else's darkness. Amen. You're preaching now. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but no, it's so true. And I think you're right. I think you're right. I think we, when we're younger, we're forced to, um, you know, be in these classrooms and everyone learns differently too. But I think you're right. Once you get into the real world, it's, it's a real life out there, you know, and you have to, you're right. It's not all about us. And it's sometimes it's hard in the, in today's society where it's so, you know, me, 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 like I always say, like, mm-hmm. I look at our generation, the microwave generation, because we want, we have everything accessible, like right at our fingertips, right? Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it is um, interesting when you, you know, live in society that's like this. And I think even due to the coronavirus, and I think we're seeing more people now taking a little settle down, relaxing, you know, reaching out to family members. And um, yeah. yeah, it's, I think it's a time where who knows the world need it. And hopefully we will come out on the other side even greater and stronger. Yes, amen. I actually totally agree with that. I think um, there's two ways to look at this. It is a terrible pandemic and it's a crisis for a lot of people, but it's also an opportunity for us to to grow up a little bit. I think, <laughs> you know, step up and, and care about people and set our differences aside and recognize our similarities. And 
and come together in a way that maybe we haven't really done in a long time. Yeah, no, because I, I mean, I 100% agree. I would say this, Laura, that I believe we're more alike than um, not, you know what I mean? And of course, yes, mm-hmm. we all come from different backgrounds, we live in different countries, but it really comes down to it at the end of the day, right? at least you're just shining your light, just knowing that life's not always about you. And um, you're right, your story comes from helping others, as you were saying earlier, you know, so... Yeah, that's, mm. that's wonderful. So I know you've played various uh, great roles and you've portrayed a lot of great, meaningful characters. Is it a favorite character of yours that you um, played and your favorite to um, bring to the world, the story? Yeah, um, probably the most meaningful and probably one of my favorites as well was um, I got to play Rachel Winslow in the movie In His Steps, which yep. was uh, actually based on the book called In His Steps by Charles mm. Sheldon. And it was my grandma's favorite novel when she was little. Oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah. So that was pretty <laughs> that cool. cool. Yeah. Um, so my character was a, a singer, songwriter, very ambitious. And uh, and so I got to actually sing and play piano on the soundtrack, which was exciting. Oh. Um, and... And then she was, she's a lot like me, I think. She came to find a, a deeper purpose in life. And so I think I, I kind of learned about myself through playing her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that was, yeah, it was really interesting. Nice. As an actor, you know, a lot of us feel like we need to totally step out of ourselves and become a different character. But uh, something my coach taught me was that every character you play is really an extension of yourself. Yeah. And you get to tap into something that, um, you know, every every human being is capable of the same emotions, of the same faults, the same flaws. And so playing different characters opens you up to that side of things that maybe you're not understanding of before and it i think it really creates empathy for for other people that are maybe different than you but but struggle with you know same things that that all people do no i could agree because i'm back university i was actually in the acting program for a little bit and you're right that's one thing that our acting coaches like your um so your acting coach told you like you just have to tap into your because we all have emotions of you know, happiness, you know, sadness, whatever. And I know it's my hardest time sometimes when I would portray different characters was, you know, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not like, I won't do this in real life. But then the day I had to realize, you know, just bring some emotion that I felt to this character, right? And um, mm-hmm. I think that's why I love about acting because it allows you to step into a world where through storytelling, you were touching millions around the world from this scene or whatever you're trying to portray you know so um, that's wonderful so I know also as well too you you've um been able to travel and like you've been to Croatia you've um shot in Colorado Mm -hmm. and Alberta is there any favorite spots that you like or any like things that you've taken from these different places that you're filmed in oh they're all so interesting in their own ways um I mean, Croatia was very interesting. I wish that I had more time to just spend exploring. Um, it was it was really interesting to be in a place that has so much history. You know, you see buildings that are hundreds of years old, and and thinking about all the different stories that might have taken place there, and and different people who would have lived there. It's just always fascinated me to to stand in a place that's been around for decades and centuries, and to imagine there was someone else standing here 
like 800 years ago. It's just <laughs> that was, So that was really interesting for me. To, nice. I felt like I was a part of something, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Right. As you said, it's, it's bigger than you, but like you were able to play a role in that too, you know, because then the yeah. next hundred year, some will probably be the same, the same thing that you just said. Right. Oh, so man, that's a crazy thought. I know. Right? <laughs> so before I let you go, you know, um, what I want to know is what advice can you share with our listeners while they're on their journey of excellence? Mm-hmm. What advice? Oh, you know, I think you really need to embrace your life's epic tale. Mm. Now that sounds, you know, beautiful and exciting and inspiring, but I mean like the whole epic tale. Like yeah. when you think about your favorite movies or novels, yeah. uh, do you have a favorite, do you have a favorite story, Cameron? Yeah, I mean, I have tons. Um, I'm a big um, Jack Ryan fan, like the um, Tom Clancy books. Okay. Um, right? Or uh, when it comes to movies, anything, Laura, that's... I'm an action, so I, I love Star Wars. I love Avengers. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I know I, I kind of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> I know I didn't really answer your question, but yeah, any, anything like that. Anything that's yeah. on the action field or comedy-wise. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, me too. I love those. I love those action adventure fantasy things. Yeah. Um, but but any great story, any epic tale begins with a great setback. Mm. And you think about the characters in there. I love getting immersed in a good Lord of the Rings. But I mean, put yep. yourself in those characters' shoes. Do you think any of them really wanted to be there in the middle of that story? No. I mean, Frodo in Lord of the Rings actually talked about how. Like oh this this adventure is nothing like like my uncle's adventure really mm-hmm. it was a greater adventure but mm-hmm. but he was stuck in the middle of it and it's so hard to see the greater story when you're stuck in the middle of it wow so if you want to live a mediocre life then you're never gonna have to go through struggles or heartbreaks you're never gonna have to face challenges but if you really want to live an epic tale. You got to embrace those things because that's what makes your tale epic. And that's what's going to transform you and bring the hero out from inside of you to, to really be who you were born to be. So I think we need to embrace that a lot more and, and not resent that journey so much, but, but try to see the adventure along the way. Uh, hey, beautifully said. <laughs> I don't think I could say anything more than that. I think that was um, phenomenal. You know, um, where, where, you know, where could our audience find you or like, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, you can find me on the social medias. I'm on Instagram, Facebook. I'm kind of on Twitter, but okay. you know, if, you fi- if you find me there, I might be on there more later. But right now, <laughs> I kind of hang out on Instagram and Facebook. Um, nice. My my at tag is at I am Laura Lieben. And uh, you can find me on YouTube as well. I want to thank Laura for coming on the show. If you'd like to learn more about Laura, follow her on Instagram. I am Laura Lieben, or you can find her on her YouTube channel to see all the great content she produces. If you are a new actor or actress want to learn more how you can break into the industry, make sure you check out her website, laurelieben.com slash ready, the number four action, where she has a guide on how to become an actor. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe to hear from more great guests Pass it along to our friends so they can learn more about this great community. And lastly, I want you to follow me on Instagram, Cameron Bolden, and head over to my website, journeyofexcellence.co, to see what I have going on. I look forward to continuing our journey together next time. See you later. I'm out.